This chair's really comfortable. Is it? Yeah. It's... I, I feel like I'm special or something. Well, that's that's how you should feel. I That's how I feel all the time. I think we should get... Like, you're special. <laughs> I think we should get a chair like this in our real studio. Mm. Well, we could probably make that happen. You would have to talk to Todd about getting it budgeted. But I think we might be able to to find a... What is that? A barca lounger? What, how would you how would you refer to that? Is that a club chair? I would refer to this as a hotel room club chair. Yeah. In a fancy pattern. A fancy is a word for it. Um, this fits with certain decor. Mostly decor in a hotel room. Yes, it does. I'm Which not is... sure you could drop this into most living rooms and get away with it. No, nor would I choose to. Mm. So... If you didn't pick it up from context, we're not recording at home today. We are not. We are, we are recording from the Crown Plaza in beautiful Albuquerque, New Mexico. Yeah. There's more cues in that uh, name than you would expect. It's also the highest city in elevation. Highest state capital in elevation, I believe, is actually what the fact is. Yeah. And it's probably right up there among the highest cities also because uh, there's a medical cannabis uh, conference across the street from us there at is. the Holiday Inn. There definitely is. A lot of jokes have been made about that. Not by me, but by you mostly. Yeah. Well, it's a really big banner. It's hard to not notice it every time we come in and out of the parking lot. And I'm a, I'm a wisecracking kind of guy. Yeah. No, that's true. So, you know this out there, folks. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this is Guy Talks. Girl rolls her eyes. And Betsy, I have to tell you, I'm excited about this episode because this is the first time in, I think, close to 10 years that I will be home and not on the road training for Halloween. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Halloween. Not me being home. I feel like, I feel like you want me to give you a round of applause or something, which I'm happy to do. Um, if that... No, that's not me looking for, uh, accolades. Well, directly. You're always looking for accolades. (laughs) Yes, yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't a a direct fishing, uh, moment. But more I'm just excited. It it feels like a big... I like Halloween. I know you do. And I haven't really gotten to do Halloween for a long time. Plus, this is, it just so happens that this is the first year that my kid is old enough to kind of get what's going on. Oh, yeah. If you give him candy, you put candy in a bucket, he is going to try and play that game all day long. He's not stupid. Absolutely. He's old enough to say the word Halloween. He doesn't totally know what we're going to do on that day, but he does know that he's going to dress up, and he knows how to say what he's going to be. And I actually I kind of want to record him saying it and then splice it into this episode. Um, We'll see if I'm able to do so you have to coax it out of him it might take like a Reese's or something to get it out of him (laughs) it might a little Culver's ice cream perhaps ooh that will you can get anything from my child you could get the nuclear codes from my kid if you told him that he would get Culver's uh he is gonna be Darth Vader this surprises no one that is listening right now to this podcast I'm gonna tell you I had to work hard and over a long period of time to make sure that this happened. 
it hasn't been that long of a time because he's only two and a half. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a good point. Uh, but early in our discussion about Halloween, Carolyn was not excited about him dressing up in any sort of Star Wars costume. I mean, she likes Star Wars just fine, but she had other other ideas or hopes, and mostly she thought he was old enough to decide on his own what he wanted to be. Turns out he's not. No. Because uh, he just says whatever. Like, if bus. you asked him what he wanted to dress as for Halloween, yeah, he'd say bus or Culver's or <laughs> or whatever. And probably Ooh, we could Culver's have made that happen. would be a great costume. We actually know people. We could have made yeah. that happen. Yeah. We could have gotten a tiny little apron. Oh, uh, we, yeah, we could have. And Maybe next year. Maybe next year. We could have made That's that a good happen. Idea. Uh, but we... Someone bought us a book. and Maybe Carolyn bought the book. I don't know. But it's a... It's a kid's book called Darth Vader and Son, and it's basically like one-panel comics featuring Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker as a four-year-old. So what it would be like if Darth Vader had to raise Luke as a four-year-old while he's trying to do his job of like violently exterminating Jedi and ruling the world. That sounds like a delightful book. A lot of real solid lessons (laughs) in that. It is adorable. And it has also given me the opportunity to... And he, he wants to read it every night. Like, he loves it. Uh, mostly because, I think, in his little two-year-old, two-year-old brain, because it's still in, he's still in that repetition mode where he wants to do things over and over and over again. And this book has Darth Vader on every page. So the first time I read it to him, we didn't read anything. All we did was point at Darth Vader every time. So I'd go, Gabe, that's Darth Vader. And he'd go, Darth Vader... And then we look at the next page, and I go, who's that? Darth Vader. So it basically was like a Darth Vader training book. It's a little bit like you're brainwashing him. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, as long as you know that. It's so much like that. So much of raising your kids is like brainwashing. You just have to say things to them again and again and again, distract them from other things, wear them down until they're tired enough to listen to you, withhold food until they do what you say. Your method of parenting is terrifying to me. Now, I don't have children. Someday I hope to have them. But I hope that I don't have to brainwash them. Uh, You won't even notice you're doing it. Uh, I'm telling you. I mean, I feel like I've been doing it with you for years. Yeah. Parents out there... Just keep bringing something up and bringing something up and bringing something up. And finally, you think it's your idea. Right. And you're like, I have the best idea. You guys, guess what I just thought of? Let me mansplain an idea that Betsy's been talking about for a year. That is exactly what you did. <laughs> That's so Machiavellian of you. I didn't even realize you were doing it. Except I kind of did. I just assumed. Uh, I want to say, though... There's always a puppet <clears throat> master behind the curtain. Puppet mistress. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, that's better. Um, Any parents out there in our now vast listening audience? You add two people to the network and you think it's vast. I mean, I think we're easily at like 25 now. And I'm I'm not going to say regular listeners, but 25 occasional listeners. Uh, I actually was in Washington State last week and I added two. So those two are mine. I added them. You've been working it lately. Adding basically your entire small group. You're you're going... (laughs) You're on trips and recruiting people. Yeah, just like yeah, like clients and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly I sell it as, do you want to hear Matt talk about nothing for a while? Go ahead and tune in. But I do always preface it with saying... Wait, that's your pitch? Yeah. Most, they all know you too, so they're like, okay. 
Um, I do always preface it with saying, if you're looking for something intellectual or highbrow, I don't recommend our podcast. Look elsewhere. This is not where you should be looking. If you're looking for a mindless pap that you can just <laughs> sort of drone out in your mind while you drive. or Yeah, or as our friend Valet uses it, she uses it to get through L.A. traffic. Yeah. She's like, when I'm just sitting in traffic, I just put on your podcast. <laughs> We're like we're like Valet's podcast Xanax. Yes. And she's frustrated in traffic, and she just needs to mellow. I just need to mellow my vibe. Oh, we should go over to the cannabis con- con- convention and uh, pitch ourselves that way. You don't need this chemical. Just plug into our podcast, man. Just zone out. Go the all-natural route. Listen to this podcast. Tune in and t- tune out, man. Oh, man. That's epic. Uh, so anyway, speaking of epic, Halloween is coming. I don't know if you knew this. Mm, I did know. So I have two things to say about this. First, thing one. It's surprising to me that you only have two things to say. Well, for now. Uh, October is almost over. Literally. It and, is almost over. Uh, I really want pumpkin bars, so will you bake me some? Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's hard for me to do that, you see, when I spend every day in a different state. I know. I don't think they care. I don't think they do a lot of pumpkin stuff in New Mexico. I don't have an oven here. I... That's another problem That's that another I have thought through. I am home this weekend, so we'll see what I can yes. make happen. And I, I'm in the office on Monday. So, I mean, that's one day. <laughs> Everything's lining up. I'm sure you don't have anything else to do in your personal life having been away for a week. Uh, so I eagerly look forward to eating my pumpkin bars Well, on it's Monday. important to me that you're happy. We actually have a can of pumpkin at home in the cupboard I saw it. So I wonder if my wife is pondering making pumpkin bars. Or like pumpkin pie. Yeah, or other yeah. things that have pumpkin in them. Yeah. But she, I mean. I also have cans of pumpkin at home. I stocked up last time I saw them at the store. Nice. Yeah. Clearly nice. I've done nothing with them, but I have them. <laughs> Mm. Um, what's the so that's second... not directly Halloween related. Yeah, what's the second thing you're excited about? Um, I have to decide on a costume, and I need, I need some help. I actually have had some really great costumes over the years. You I just have. had this conversation with my mom and my dad about this. So, because when I was little, we'd always have like the family discussion of like, what are we going to be for Halloween? You know, so that it could be like... Oh, it was a family costume? Like you coordinated? No, 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 no. Like, we would just at dinner one night talk about what we each wanted to be for Halloween so that my parents could talk us into whatever was more convenient for us to be for Halloween. (laughs) So I was literally a witch for, like, five years. Oh, God, yeah. And the reason was... My parents said the same thing to us. I was a vampire for so many years. The reason was because all I needed, like, it's... In Chicago, it is cold Mm -hmm. this time of year. So trick-or-treating is very hit or miss. Like, it is either cold and snowing and raining, snowing, raining, sleeting, or 80 Randomly. Yeah. Uh, rarely is it, the, is it the latter. So the witch was easy because they could just put me in like a black sweatsuit mm-hmm. um, and then paint my face green. Slap which, a hat on you. Which I thought was the greatest part. All I wanted was the green face. Right. And all it, mine was the exact same experience except white face and a little like fake blood. Yes. Dripping out of the corner of my mouth. Yes. And then I just wore basically like my dress clothes. <laughs> And usually a coat yes. on top of well, it. Well, of course, you have to wear a jacket on top of But then there's everything. a cape, so it covers, kind of covers that up. Yeah. So you still, as a little kid, feel like you're rocking a costume, even though you look like a goof. Yeah. Uh, but I will say, I think I'm going to have to do this eventually. Of course you are. And part of what must make parenting difficult in Halloween is convincing your kids to like wear warm enough clothes. Because, we, you know, we live in Wisconsin. It does get chilly. Like, I... So in 1991, there's oh, a famous... gosh, 1991. 
a very certain subset. Some of, of our listeners were not alive. I a know, lot of our I listeners know. were not alive. But a few of our listeners will know about this. A subset of listeners who were of the right age in 1991 in Minneapolis. On Halloween, there was a blizzard. Like a legit blizzard. Nice. And like a foot of snow in some places, uh, much more than that. And kids were heartbroken. But in my neighborhood, we still went trick-or-treating. And it was like this huge deal. Like, I still know people from high school who talk about this when I see them. Like, you remember the blizzard of 91? Uh, <laughs> and they, they say it just like that. Uh, but little vampire me in, like, a snowsuit but still had to be out there. Well, there was candy to be had. Uh-huh. All those people bought the candy. It would have been a shame for it to go to waste. Well, I'm sure it wouldn't have. We were all holed up in our homes just eating the candy that we had purchased for children. Um, so, which, that was like the yes. staple, but what was what was your favorite childhood costume? Do you remember like a great childhood costume that you got really excited well, about? <clears throat> yeah, I've, I've had a couple of, of good co- costumes over the years. The most memorable costume was one that my dad came up with. Uh, and at first I thought it was really cool because I was thinking to myself, everyone will notice it. There's no way somebody won't see I'm in a costume. Yeah. Because what he did was he went and got a giant cardboard box. So it must have been, I think he went to like the grocery store or something. So mm. like one of those big boxes that like chips or something come in. Yeah. And I was not a tall child. You may, what? you may be able to guess this. I was not a huge child. Um, and he covered it in white paper with dots on it and I was a die. So my head was uh, dot number one. Yeah. And then my arms came out the side and it was the largest costume. I had to be driven around everywhere because I couldn't like ride the bus to school. Right. Um, stairs were very difficult because I couldn't see over the box. <laughs> um, Could you I, sit? No, I couldn't sit. I had to take the box off to sit. It like went down past my, like it went to my knees. Oh wow! It was a huge box. I could have. I was picturing like a torso only situation. Um, no, my mom is trying to find photos so that I can post it. Oh, I am eager. I could have easily curled up in the box. It was very large, or at the time it seemed very large. I suppose now maybe it wasn't that big. Well, you're probably not that much bigger a human. I was not today. I was not very tall back then. I guess I'm still not very tall. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah, so that that's I think a good was the one. most memorable one. Um, and I do remember I was in, I can remember the classroom. I believe I was in second grade for this costume. And the we had a like a coat room in our in our classroom. Yeah. And some of the girls needed to change like into their costumes. So they used me as the door. <laughs> So like I put my put my my costume on and then I just stood there like facing out towards the classroom where all the boys were like going through their candy and stuff yeah. and I was like the door so no one could see past me. Mm-hmm. I took a lot of pride in my job. I was just helping. That's really good. Yeah. I so I don't really remember a lot of my childhood costumes other than the vampire. Yeah. Um I remember we didn't really spend money on costumes. No. That wasn't a thing. We didn't it was like let's make let's yes. make something. Um, you know, in high school, I'm sure one year I, when I dressed up, I, I, I very frequently dressed up at school. Yeah. Probably a lot, much later than most kids would. Cause I, it was the way I got attention. Yeah. You know, dye your hair blue and 
whatever. Right, wear a that Star wasn't Trek the Halloween. Yeah, that wasn't the Halloween thing. But, um, but a, in, as an adult, I do have some costumes that I've really liked. Um, probably the one that I'm most proud of uh, is a, a replica of a famous painting. Yes, so that one was good. I, I really liked it. Uh, it bugs Carolyn because I still pull it out from time to time, like I'm going to use it again, and she's like, why does? Why do we still own that? But we have a basement now, so I can hide things. Right. Um, but the painting you is... You know that's how all hoarder stories start, right? <laughs> like when they're going through the intervention um, on the hoarder shows? I have a basement now. It's fine. I had this <clears throat> Halloween costume that my wife wanted me to get rid of. It's how every story starts. I know, because that show drives me nuts, and I watch it sometimes. <laughs> it's on in every hotel room and... In every city at some point. It's like Law and Order. It's like the other Law and Order. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a slippery slope. It's a slippery slope. I'll be, I'll be careful. So th- there's two reasons I really like this costume. One, it, uh, other than the hat that I created, it requires only a suit and tie. Right. So that's really easy. Always, I at least always have one at my disposal. Right. You're so, wearing one right now, in fact. Right. doesn't require a lot of extra effort. Um and the the second reason is that it uh, it references one of my favorite movies uh, of all time, and it sort of separates the wheat from the chaff when you're interacting with people because if they have no idea what your costume is, I love that you use that phrase like it's an everyday common phrase that people just use in conversation. This is not the first time I've heard you use it like in the last week. Well, you love to separate the wheat from the chaff. I do. I I'm always on the threshing floor. There are a lot of pastors that are real happy that you're using this in everyday life. <laughs> I've just been waiting for an opportunity to work in uh, vine work versus trellis work. That's oh, like, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually just wrote about that in the book. I, oh, I'm using it. Thanks, thanks, Ryan Boyer. <laughs> um, so anyway, this so the costume is. Um, I, I, I should be. I should know the name of this painting off the top of my head, but I don't. Uh, but it's it's a pretty famous painting. I think it might be called the Faceless Man or something like that. Uh, but it's it's a painting, a, a head-on view of a man in a suit with a red tie and a, wearing a bowler cap with a green apple floating directly in front of his face in such a way that it blocks all of his features. And. Uh, it's a, it's a cool painting. It's called, in fact, The Son of Man. The Son of Man. Oh, well, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Although then it says there's also Man in the Bowler Hat, a similar painting. Oh, well, that's but confusing. It, but your face would be obscured by a bird rather than an apple. Oh, so you... Okay. That's if you are if you're really want to take it to the outer limits. Yeah, right. Son of Man. That's definitely the Son one. Son of Man, yeah, that's we'll, it. We'll post a picture of it on, on Facebook as well. But all I did was buy a bowler cap and, using a piece of fishing line, secure a fake green apple to hang in front of my face. Uh, it, the movie reference, by the way, is um, a, uh, the Pierce Brosnan reboot of uh, Thomas Crown Affair, which is... I, and I don't use this word a lot when I uh, Is there talk more about than movies. one version of that movie? It is a great movie. Yeah, so the original movie was made back in the 60s, and it featured... Um, who was the like the hardcore Steve McQueen? Oh, was, I, think, I didn't the know original. there was an original version. Yeah, also very good, but uh, I don't think it quite holds up. It's not it doesn't feel very modern. Right, right. Uh, but the the Pierce Brosnan and is it Julianne Moore? No, it's uh, who's the female lead that plays across from the chemistry with the two of them is ridiculous. It's a steamy. 
that's a steamy flick. Uh, but my favorite scene in that movie is um, he's it's a heist scene, and he's in there. You think he's in there to, in the art museum to steal a painting, but he's actually returning it. Not to sorry, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, but he shows up in this costume basically, not with the apple floating in front of his face, but he's dressed as that, and he's got. Uh, he's hired like 50 other guys to dress exactly the same and they're all walking around dressed just like him as a diversion it's great uh, and one of my favorite songs plays in the background anyway watch the movie you well watch. I don't think we have to anymore <clears throat> no, now you we do. know exactly what happens you do it's steamy we're in an art museum he's returning art he's dressed like 50 other guys oh man I just ruined it for everybody yeah you I'm did I'm sorry I'm sorry everybody uh, so that's one of my favorite costumes that I've ever done I, I, I enjoyed that one the costume that got the best reaction, though, is actually not very clever, but it's in the genre of costumes that are are just a concept, or they're like a pun. Um, yeah, they're, they're puns. Uh, so one year I dressed um, basically as a gift-wrapped present. Uh, so I had a bow around my neck, and then I just made a giant gift tag that I adhered to my chest, and it said, Two Women From God. pretty good one yeah no that's so good i'm processing it right i know you just think about it maybe Um, you can't see that was in college this is my sarcastic judgy face that you're looking at right now i see it that's ridiculous that's so dumb i mean it's clever i guess when you're in college in college it was great like it was it's definitely college level humor i was gonna say if i saw a man walking around in that now i would be like grow up it's not a costume a 35 year old (laughs) man can pull off thank goodness i'll tell you that a 19 year old however uh, let me just there say are, people appreciate there it. There are several 35-year-old like, men. whoa, dude. <laughs> that made me think. There are several 35-year-old men in our life, actually, that would try and pull that off. So we're talking to you right now. You know who you are. You know who you are. We're not going to call you out. But don't do it. But in our minds, we are. If it seems like you have a really clever Halloween costume, just give me a call, okay? <laughs> we'll talk about it. Betsy will be your Halloween costume filter. Sounding board, you just, know? Just put your ideas for your own costume on the Facebook page, and Betsy will give you approval or denial. Or, we apparently we now have Instagram. We do. So you can post a picture of your proposed costume. Yeah. To and tag our, us. And tag us, and Betsy will give you a thumbs up or thumbs down. Yeah, that's good. Um, I am not very creative with my costumes anymore. I don't generally dress up for Halloween anymore. Um, I don't I don't really celebrate Halloween. It's you not You don't my just thing. do sexy blank like every other No, I don't, woman but I will. Halloween. No, I do not do that. Uh, hard to believe, isn't it? No. I will say that. Not, I shouldn't say every other woman. How about every other girl? There you go. Yeah. Um, I will say that a couple years ago I was invited to a uh, Halloween party thrown by one of my coworkers. And I was really busy right before it, so I didn't have time to think of a costume. So I said to my mom, I need to come up with a costume. So my mom is like, I have the perfect idea. I will order it for you. So she orders me a costume. And what shows up but a Betty Boop costume. Oh, that's pretty good. Which she's all excited about because it comes with, like, the short black curly (laughs) Mm -hmm. wig. And she's like, it's perfect. You have fair skin and big blue eyes. Like, it's perfect. The dress was so small like not small like it didn't fit me just like there wasn't a lot of it sexy blank which is generally not the way halloween rolls that is not the way i choose to generally dress um and so i put it on and i was at my parents house and i came out and i said are you you're serious you want me to wear this (laughs) and my mom 
was like, you look great. This is great. I don't understand. This is great costume. I wore it with like a cardigan sweater, clearly. <laughs> I was like, I, this is not. That's when Betty Boop goes to her knitting circle. Yes, which I admit, so that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, that's really funny. I I've was never cold. let anyone. It's cold out. I mean, it's October. Yeah. So it's like you were a kid again. Put on a coat. Except that I witch. went into someone's house. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I I don't um I don't know if anybody else has ever picked out a costume for me. I actually prefer it that way. Like I like when when people get together and are like, "Hey, you want to do a group costume?" Well, I did You're a group costume. You're Wilma Flintstone, and I'm like, "Great." Yeah. Tell them where do I get that at? I did a group costume once in college. We were the Ghostbusters. That's awesome. It was. It worked out really, really well. That's great. Um, It's surprisingly easy to put together. It feels like it would be hard, but it's not that hard. No. I feel like a lot of people now, like, as we listen to, like, our coworkers and stuff talk about what they're going to be for Halloween or, like, friends of mine, I don't really, if I were to see them out on the street, I wouldn't know that they're in costume because they're all, like, characters from shows that I don't watch, like Stranger (laughs) Things or... The Walking Dead, and I've never seen any of those shows. Not that I'm against them, but you know I don't watch shows until they're off the air so I can just binge right, watch binge through, right through it. Them, like, yeah. I don't like to wait for the next episode of anything. Oh, um, with you. It's really hard for me, so I just don't watch anything until it's it's over. I'm but, actually a little angry at myself because I watched the first episode of Westworld, and it's really good. And then I immediately afterwards found out there's only four episodes out yeah. so far. And so now I'm, like, I'm banning myself. I'm just going to pretend it was a pot, like a... Like a preview, like a movie trailer. Yeah. And I just have to wait. I did this, too, with a show that's on uh, uh, one of our other friends from church, Pastor Frank, was telling me about the show called This Is Us. Is that what it's called? Oh, Carolyn is obsessed with this show. I made the mistake. And then my dad was telling me about it. My dad was with me last week. How many times did you cry during the first episode? I've cried during every episode. There are four episodes, and I literally have cried through all of them. Like... Happy cry and yeah, sad yeah. cry. Yeah. And just, it's such a, there's such beautiful stories in there. I See, I'm not in the room when Carolyn watches it because I just can't. Yeah. But every time I, like, walk through the kitchen and, like, peek around the corner. She's crying. Yeah. she's It's just, like, the it's, waterworks is fully on. It's so great. And so yeah. I've been talking to other people about it. Good news, they're all crying through it, too. So it's not just me. Although I do cry through a lot of things. Like, that's very normal. Um, but I'm hooked on it. But now I have to wait because it's it's a real show right now that's on. Yeah. See, I don't intentionally subject myself, myself to, or myself, my multiple. Both, both of right. yourselves? <clears throat> I don't subject myself intentionally to shows I know are going to make me cry. So, like, um, I'm going to say something that may shock some people. But I've never seen Schindler's List, and I don't intend to. Oh, it's um, heartbreaking, but a good movie. Didn't see 10 Years a Slave. Probably not going to do it. Oh, it's heartbreaking, but a good movie. Right. See, then the list goes on. There's a bunch of these. And so, like, my wife forced me to sit down and watch Roots, uh, which... Oh, it's a great movie, but it's heartbreaking. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, again, it was excellent. And I'm glad I watched it. I am. Uh, but I don't seek that out. Like, when a preview comes out for a movie, and I'm like, I bet that's going to be a really great movie. It's probably going to win a bunch of Academy Awards. Like, Ten Years a Slave was that movie for, for me recently. I was like, that's probably a movie everybody should see. I can't bring myself to go see it. I just, I'm just not gonna. See, I'm just not gonna force it on myself. And it's because you feel like you're gonna be really emotional. Yes. I mean, you're a really emotional person. I'm so. a total crier. Yeah. You but are. I don't seek that out in the same way that I don't seek out. Like I don't watch scary movies. It just doesn't. I don't. That either. doesn't sound appealing to me. 
And scary movies don't really have the redeeming quality of being like important. Yes, you know, no, like, they don't. So like some of these, like Schindler's List, is a movie that some people would argue is important that people watch. Like you should know this or right. should experience this. Nobody's saying that about Saw Three. Uh, so it's a little different. You know, if you lived, um, if you were were like me, you would cry at like Kleenex commercials or like Hallmark commercials. So it. Oh, I do. So then it's not as big of a deal. Like I'm just really used to being emotional all the time. Yeah, like like during the Olympics, they frequently the do the, or like the like Huggies will do a commercial about the Olympians' parents like yeah. sticking with them. You know, and now I'm like, well, it could be my kid. You yeah. Know, I'm a, or during I'm a the mess. Super Bowl, it's like truck commercials, <laughs> like a boy and his dad driving in a truck. Oh yes, and, and now especially like any of those a boy and his dad commercials, forget it. Like I'm or a girl and his dad. We don't we don't know. That it was not a confession of a, what our a, a girl and her dad. Right. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. No, that's okay. We'll pick. We'll clean that up in post. You keep saying that like it's a thing, but it's not. Yeah, you, and I, I don't actually. You don't clean up anything. No, it's more fun. People, I've heard several episodes where I say, you're going to cut that out, right? And then you say, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Except totally. I can hear it, so clearly <laughs> you didn't cut it out. Yeah. Well, people like it raw, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> um, so, speaking of Saw 3, are you, are you more of a fan of cutesy Halloween or scary Halloween? Like, I'm not a fan of any Halloween. Do you do you post up and like want kids to come to your house? I, I live in an apartment, so they don't come. Oh yeah. If you when I lived, house, when I lived yeah when you lived yeah, with Laura yeah I would I would give out candy. And did you like make a thing of it like decorate? You like to decorate? Not for Halloween. I decorate for fall. I do not decorate for Halloween. Oh. I don't do the I don't do the like <laughs> ghosts and skeletons and all of that. I do like cornucopias. Yeah. Things that I can put up in October and leave up until I decorate for Christmas. Apparently we do both, and by we I mean my wife, right? Because uh, I just do. Yeah. I just do. What I feel I'm like told. most most people like my my mom does both too. She really gets into both. Yeah. My sister does not. She only does fall. She doesn't do Halloween either. But ours, I promise, ours will be down the day after Halloween weekend is like Sunday night. The fall stuff will stay, but the Halloween yeah, yeah. stuff will not. So like right now we've got a a ghost, a motion detecting ghost hanging in our tree that like when you walk by it, it makes spooky sounds and says creepy things, and we've got. Like faux headstones positioned in different parts of the yard, and like netting hanging over our lights that yeah. makes it look a little creepy. Yeah, uh, I, there will be fog machines. Wow! In in front of my house. That's because we bought them for this program that we're at right now. Yeah, and you're going to take them home Which with you. I'm really excited about. It's great. Dual purpose. It's great. Um, so we're going to do it up. I want children to be a little scared. I mean, I'm not there. I'm not into the gory blood kind of scary. Like some houses really try to terrify people but for me I think kids should earn their candy a little bit uh, by being a little freaked out by what's happening well but I do we do give away good candy so like if you get up to the front you're going to get a full size snicker bar it's not going to be if you make it past the spooky ghost in the fog we don't mess around you're the rich house on the block yeah well plus we know from Carolyn's experience we know in this neighborhood we're only going to see like 18 kids. Oh, yeah, tops. that's great. That's great. So we can afford to upgrade. Nice. Yeah. I can spend, I'm willing to spend $20 on Halloween. You know, speaking of Saw 3, we got to cut this episode off. Oh, that was good. I've had a lot of really good puns. My nice. my dad van puns over the last few days have been oh, yeah. dynamite. Your dad brand has been. My dad on brand point. has been so strong because I'm driving that crazy new minivan around that 
drives itself. Yeah. Uh, let's do a quick podcast, pal. Okay. Uh, who should we pick? I think we should pick uh, our friend Chrissy. Oh, great idea. She is our, I believe, only Wyoming listener. Nice. Which, there's a, not a lot out there. so she's Holding it down on the frontier. Holding it down in Laramie, Wyoming. Or Cheyenne. I don't know where she actually lives, if she lives in Laramie or Cheyenne. There's actually a lot of potential there, because if she just starts telling a few friends, I mean, there's literally 150 people in Wyoming. Yes, there are. So there's a lot of potential listeners over there. Well, and Chrissy has kind of a special... Um, a connection to us because she is from Wisconsin originally yeah. and her dad still lives in I think Wausau so up north mm-hmm. um, and her aunt and uncle live in Fairbanks Alaska where she used to spend all of her summers where we spend a lot of time spend a lot of time in Fairbanks we have we have clients there so not only do we spend a lot of time in Fairbanks we spend a lot of time in Wyoming yes. and clearly we spend a lot of time in Wisconsin so that feels like a friendship made in heaven a little bit I agree yeah. and I'm a big fan of Chrissy yeah so official podcast pal welcome to the pantheon Chrissy Henschler Chrissy Henschler nice uh, well ladies and gentlemen if you haven't done it yet check us out on the social meds yeah uh, we're talking about Instagram we're talking about Facebook maybe go ahead and write a review on iTunes Vale said she was going to and you don't want her to do it before you do no right? run right out and get on there beat her in that mm-hmm <clears throat> Uh, And if we haven't said it yet, happy Halloween to all of you. And happy fall, y'all. Oh, nice. Way to get the fall y'all in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Betsy. And this has been Guy Talks. And Girl Rolls Her Eyes. Mm -hmm.